Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two minutes. Swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to recap day number one of Jets training camp. Can't believe it. It's finally here with the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at jetsinsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, real quickly, by the way, before we get to all the training camp happenings and the news and notes and what was said in the pressers, I had to let you know about this. I got a text from a friend of mine who is a professional background actor. I'm not going to say extra because he gets mad when I call him an extra. He's a background actor. And he said, and this is the exact quote, worked a scene with your boy Walton Goggins today. Apparently there's a new show called Fallout and my friend is working as a background actor on that show. So he got to work a scene with Boyd Crowder today, Chris. I think that's just as cool, if not cooler than anything that could have happened at training camp today. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, I'm, uh, you know, maybe a, a, a little bit jaded about my, uh, uh, training camp experience. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty awesome. I, 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 w- I would like to do that for, for a day. I would too. I'd love to see the Jets sign Walton Goggins as like a motivational speaker, help him rally the troops. I don't think he's going to be able to do much at tackle though. And the good thing is the Jets appear to be set there. Although 
set in a way that maybe people weren't anticipating until some point last year when George Fant emerged as a better left tackle than a right tackle. There was all this buzz about competition in training camp between George Fant and Makai Becton. Fant entered today being on the pup list, was taken off of it just before practice, so he participated. But there will be no competition, Chris, because the coaching staff has decided that Fant will stay at left tackle, Becton will move to right tackle. This is obviously a short-term move because we don't know exactly what's going to happen with George Fant. Is he going to be here beyond this year? Nobody has any idea at the moment. It's possible that you could shift Becton between right and left tackle because he's played both. So the idea here is that they're much more confident with Becton at right tackle and Fant at left tackle and vice versa, mostly because Fant struggled so much at right tackle, did much better at left tackle, and they think that Becton can play well at either spot. So we kept wondering what the story was going to be, the competition, who was going to be the left tackle, would Becton be able to hold off Fant? He's not even going to get the chance. It's going to be Fant at left tackle, Becton at right tackle. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I was surprised that they just uh, came out and did it. They just, there's no, there's no competition. They're not going to drag that out. I'm very happy that that's what they decided <laughs> to do it. Um, I, you know, those type of, like quarterback position battle, simple, easy. Cornerback, uh, uh, simple, easy. That, a lot of stuff is so switching left and right tackle back and forth. And then it, I, like, I, I don't even necessarily know exactly how you would go about the best way of like uh, judging that and grading that. Um, you just have to grade them, judge them and grade them separately. But like, you know, if you're just thinking about it, you just be like, all right, whoever performed uh, best go to left tackle. But like, that's, that's not how you do it. So you just have to judge them both and weigh them back and back and forth. And it's just, it just seems like an extraordinary waste of time to, to really like do a full out competition all throughout camp. Um, you know, Salah gave that answer right away, and uh, it made sense. But then, in my immediate thought, and I tweeted it out, I was just like, yeah, this is the the tiebreaker here in this, as they've been having discussions going back and forth, you know, who should do what and everything. The tiebreaker was put Makai and ABT back on the right side and let them just be, you know, a, a plow truck on the right side for the running. Um, they, they're just going to use that power right side uh, to, to just absolutely pound and demolish uh, defenders. That's, that's the game plan. You know, uh, you, you brought it up. Obviously this, I think, the other part of it is they're sitting there like, all right, Fant played much better at left tackle. Uh, they like his athleticism, so they can use him there, and they'll feel good about it. And then, it, the, all right, so we move Makai, and now he's next to ABT, gets to be that, that those plow trucks and go ahead and do that. So that's what – that's the gist of it. Um, you know, and like you said, this, this isn't necessarily long-term – um, but you know, obviously if, if, if Makai goes out there and plays, plays great, uh, they, they, and if Fant comes out and plays great, then they can run it back next year. And I would expect that they would try to do that. Obviously, uh, you know, we'll see uh, uh, what type of deal they do for Fant cause he's older in age. It's not going to be some super long-term deal. So even down the road, uh, 
And Salah said this, this doesn't mean that, you know, that Makai Becton is making that switch for the rest of his career. Um, and to Makai's credit, he he see, he took it all and tried. He you know he just seemed to just be like whatever. Just let me go out and play football. Uh, he's you could tell he's he's you know been annoyed by all the talk and chatter. He's eager to go out and prove people wrong and shut people up. Uh, so if he has to do that from the right side, I don't this year. I don't think that's going to bother him at all. Now. We we know we know what the drill is. We know when when it might possibly bother him. There there's a very specific time point on the timeline when it might bother him, but he's not going to be bothered until that time. And I think you guys can connect the dots and figure that out. But that's contract time. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice. Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. This year, a lot of talk surrounding Makai Becton heading into training camp. Last year, it was Denzel Mims. Remember, he missed some time because he was sick. Then he had food poisoning. Then he was injured. He fell behind in the playbook. Everybody was wondering where he was. Then the regular season started. He wasn't getting a lot of playing time. And the whole thing just fell apart from the early going. This year, heading into training camp, the talk with Denzel Mims was, is he going to even be able to make it onto the roster? Is he going to be able to grasp that one last chance that the coaching staff is going to give him to prove himself? And I don't know what the rest of training camp is going to look like, but today Denzel Mims put on a show. He was the star of training camp in day number one. Yeah. <laughs> I So I tweeted this out in minicamp. I t- tweeted it out. I, I forget what I said, but I was like, and I retweeted it today, but uh, I was like, you know, basically, listen, this doesn't mean anything, but the way this is going, Denzel Mims is going to be a constant 
constant story throughout training camp. Um, and it, the reason why I said it is because I'm watching him. He seems to have, uh, you know, looks more comfortable out there, seems to have found the rhythm of the offense, the timing of the offense, but also he's still, and now he's comfortably just stuck going against twos and threes. And as long as he's going against twos and threes, he is going to dominate. And that is going to be enough to, uh, you know, force us writers to have to talk about him. And then, uh, you know, he might have some bad days, but then that's going to come up again. And we're going to talk about that. Uh, so there, I said in the camp, I, I'm watching and like, this is going to be a constant uh, story throughout camp. Again, that doesn't mean that it's going to matter and it's going to mean anything uh, in the season. We, we know the, the training camp all-stars. We know the Greg Salas. We know the David Clownies. We've seen it before. But let's just go back real quick. Uh, everything about, from last year. All the talks about how he's not a fit for the offense. We talked about this a lot. We talked about this a lot off air about how just that in itself never made sense. Like it, it didn't add up, right? The where I kept saying the the problem was was he was having trouble because of how much time he missed, because of everything else, because coming from Baylor and, and like where you know they basically just played backyard football. He wasn't running routes, um, and then he comes to Adam Gase, gets injured, all this stuff, gets behind he was having trouble with the precise timing and rhythm of the offense. He was uh, having a lot of trouble being exactly in the right place at the right time, which is required for this offense. So the idea that he wasn't cut out for the offense, not a match for it was always crazy talk to me. He has athleticism to to fit this offense. There's no question about it. It's just the timing and the rhythm. And now he seems to got that down. Is it going to be enough to be, you know, an impact player throughout the season? Who knows? But I watched him uh, dominate practice today. I do, I'm like, he has been the MVP of practice today. Uh, four, he had, I, I forget, four or five catches, uh, and four of them of the five catches were, like, spectacular catches. Like, like, how did he just catch that? I, and, like, play, a defender draped on him, still making plays, using his body as a shield. And, again, this is against the twos and threes. Um, and, but that's going – he's going to see a lot of that throughout camp, no matter how uh, well he does in camp, because Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, and Garrett Wilson are all going to be getting reps too. And so he'll get some – mixed with the ones, but this is going to be a constant throughout camp. And yeah, I, I just tweeted out my mini camp tweet in which just, I stick by my story, Samson Simpson. And uh, because this, this is obvious is brace yourself every two or three days. It's going to be, Oh man, Denzel Mims again, but it's, it's not going to have, don't get as excited about it as you did with the Elijah Moore stuff last year, because again, it is going to be against twos and threes. But I, I, am, I am slightly altering my expectations for him. I'm bumping up a little bit. I've been saying all offseason that you just have to look at it as uh, – like I still be- believe in him as an NFL player, but from the Jets' point of view, you had to look at it as you're getting nothing from him and anything you get is a bonus. 
Now I'm starting to think that, okay, you're going to be able to get something from him. He, he can contribute. How much? I don't know. But he, he, he can contribute better more than Jeff Smith can. That's my personal opinion. Hopefully he develops a good rapport with Zach Wilson in training camp. Those catches today came courtesy of Mike White and Joe Flacco, but if he keeps playing like this, he'll be able to get more action with Zach Wilson, who is another big story today. Zach Wilson overall played very, very well, had a couple of bad throws, including an interception that DJ Reed was able to come away with. But mostly, Wilson threw with confidence, he spread the ball around, and he really seems to be coming into his own in terms of leading that offense and really being the leader of that squad that they're going to need heading into the 2022 season. (laughs) My tweet I sent out was just, Zach Wilson's letting it rip with confidence today, and this is why you try to be careful about how you... You, you, you tweet when you're at training camp and you just kind of hurry tweeting because I just got a whole bunch of fart jokes the rest of the day. Um, but he, the confidence, I, I was talking about the confidence and, and the way that he would just drop back in the pocket. There was no hesitation today. Uh, that was probably like in mini camp. I, I, I talked about this. I was like, okay, this. It seems to be a little faster, but it's still a little hitch in the step, a little bit. And today, he, there, was, there was no hitch. There was no nothing. He would drop back, settle, plant his foot, drive, and, and throw. He, w- he was just settling in, and just there was no hesitation, no overthinking, and he was throwing strong, confident lasers. Uh, as you said, not all of them went exactly where they were supposed to be, but we know the drill. That's, that's fine. That's, that's what happened. What you like it is that he he just sat there and just let it rip uh, with confidence. And he wasn't making mistakes doing it as well. Uh, again, listening to him talk, listening to the players talk, it's I I still get the feeling that the team believes in him as a quarterback far more than any of these other quarterbacks that we've seen. It just feels different, sounds different when they're talking about him. Uh, we're going to need to see a lot more. But today was obviously a, a good positive sign. Now, I remember the, the uh, first day wasn't great. Then he had, came out the second day and had one of the best practices I've ever seen in the history of the earth and then went down. So it, this is training camp. It's a roller coaster up and down. But today was a good uh, positive first step and really the most uh, you could possibly hope for as fans. Uh, like any, anything more would just, you know, I'd just be blowing smoke uh, just just for the sake of it. But it's a really positive, uh, big step forward. After practice, we heard from the head coach, Robert Sala. He made the announcement that we talked about before that George Fant will be the left tackle and Makai Becton will be the right tackle. He said that Becton, after minicamp, with the exception of one week that he took off for July 4th, was in the building every single day working hard to get himself into tip-top shape. Also alluded to what you said before, Chris, that having Becton and Vera Tucker on the right side of the line together gives them the possibility of having two potential all-pros on one side of the line. We originally thought it was going to be on the left side of the line, but now it'll be on the right side with Vera Tucker moving over from left to right to give way for Lakin Tomlinson. 
and Makai Becton moving over from left to right to give way for George Fant. Salah also said that Carl Lawson is a freak. The fact that so much of his game is his power will help his recovery. Also said they had to sit Carl Lawson out during minicamp to save him from himself, I guess, figuring that Lawson would go full blast if they didn't hold him back. So some comments here about Lawson and what's going on with the offensive line. That was the main gist of what Robert Salah said after practice, right? The Becton fit stuff was important, especially, you know, he was asked about the weight with Becton, and he was like, I'm not getting into that. But listen, he showed up, and he worked this whole the whole offseason here. He took that one week off, go back home July 4th, be with his family, his kid. You know, he was talking about uh, already missing his kid and excited for his kid to come back up here. Um, so uh, the idea and the fact that people like really tried to shame him for, for being there for his son, newborn son is just baffling to me. But we'll, we'll move on from that. Otherwise, he didn't really say too much. Uh, you know, this the coach. That's there's not much to say there. Um, the, the Carl Lawson stuff. I I'll just say this: they they should do more of this, more of protecting Carl Lawson from himself. Uh, he talked after practice, and you know, the people were asking him about you know other players getting injuries and not coming back, and he was. His answer, it makes a lot of sense, too. He's like, you know, he said that the the body heals before the uh, the mind heals. And so his thinking is it's not when people have injuries and then they never quite make it back to what they were, he thinks that's all mental, uh, that there's that they don't want to go through that process, that grind of everything again. So they're not really putting in the same work, the same drive that they really need to be. Because if you are like him and it's just ingrained in you, he's like, you're just going to be better. Like you're going to come back from this stronger and better. And, uh, you know, somebody asked him if like there was a moment where he felt like himself again. And he was like, oh, well, no, I, I'm still me. I still felt like me the whole time. He said, but he said, there was one moment when I was doing, uh, you know, coming back and, and I was wow, I am fast. <laughs> and then he went on to talk about it. He's like, oh, it's like, yeah, I like feeling like a superhuman and all this stuff. It's great. I want to keep feeling like a superhuman. And I'm like, yeah, we would all like to feel like a superhuman, Carl. Carl. We would all like that. So go ahead, enjoy it because you are superhuman and the rest of us mere mortals do not. Uh, get to understand what that's like but he's convinced that he is gonna just come back bigger stronger than last year and listen he dominated every day at camp before that injury happened and there's this is just day one of camp but i'm not doubting the man i am not doubting him that he's coming back stronger Zach Wilson spoke to the press as well, says he weighs about 218 pounds right now, 10 pounds heavier than he was last year, said he's never been in a better spot mentally, and has remained focused on football, even with all the social media distractions. Pretty sure we all know what he's talking about. Yeah, I, I want to take a moment to give uh, the beat a little bit of credit here. Um, the, the beat takes a, a, a lot of flack, and mostly deservingly so. Um, 
but I, I think they deserve a little bit of credit here. They, they handled this with grace. Uh, I forget exactly how it went down, but somebody just asked about Idaho trip in general. And then somebody just jokingly was like, were you happy to not have cell service? And then it was just a little bunch of jokes. Like no one was really prying. And then it made way for like, you know, okay, Jokes aside, not looking to get into the weeds here, but how do you deal with stuff that, you know, now your friends and family are involved, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so so got to give the beat credit for, for not just going, like, has happened so much in the past and just hammering it. They, they knew enough sensitive subjects to just kind of let it lie and just have a little fun with it. Um, but, yeah, again, the, Zach is – he's a polished – the polished kid, young man, he knows uh, he has control up there the whole time, you know, and I, it's not, I don't know that it's right to sit here and compare this, especially when we're just talking about the, you know, press conferences and stuff, but he's, he's just uh, not really flappable. Uh, like he's just, he got, he's just unfazed by everything. And even that you saw it last year, I even, Throwing interception after interception, and he just looked the same. Uh, it, he's he's just unbothered, uh, and you can see like nothing's gonna derail his focus. Um, and, you know, again, we'll, we'll see if he can put it all together on the field in the game, but nothing's gonna derail his focus. He he's set on track to the work, and and he's going. To. Mackay Becton, the man of the hour, spoke after practice, said it felt great to be on the field for the first time since September, said he can't wait to do it again tomorrow. He's not worried about being switched to right tackle. He's just focused on making an impact out there and staying on the field healthy for an entire season. Also said that he feels good where he's at right now conditioning-wise and that he hit his weight goal. So everybody was talking about him all offseason. It, of course, bothered him. Very obvious. Got himself into great shape. You heard what Robert Salas said. And now he's geared up. Jets fans should be excited for this. There are no guarantees anything can happen in football. It is a collision sport after all. But Mekhi Becton looks to be in great shape and he's focused and he's ready to knock people over. Watch it, looking at him up close, uh, you know, like literally not even five feet away. He walked right past me, standing next to him at the podium. I'm like, okay, this, like, get out. If you're going to sit here and talk about him being out of shape, there, there's not a person in shape. Like, he's just big. But there's there's no gut. There, that, that man is jacked. That man is cut. That man is in shape, and he is ready to go ahead and steamroll people. And it doesn't mean that you know that body will hold up. We'll have to wait and see. But he is cut and in shape, and he is ready to put in the work. A couple of other notes before we get out of here, Chris. First, Joe Klecko. He is on the list of 12 finalists to get into the Hall of Fame. It's about time. Hopefully, he finally gets inducted. Roster moves, the Jets sign cornerback Luke Barku, whoever that is, apparently played for the Jaguars in 2020, and they release defensive back Javante Moffitt. Not all that familiar with either of those two guys, but you're going to see a lot of these types of transactions over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, it's a it's, uh, start of training camp. You're going to see a uh, guy you never heard of cut and guy you never heard of signed. Uh, and then, you know, there'll be occasional, Oh, I, I remember that guy. I, he, he, he's still in the league. 
uh, that guy will get thrown in there a couple times, and then there might be some guy you vaguely remember from college. I, this is a rotating door. The the bottom of that roster is going to change a lot over these next couple weeks. And then, as we know, it'll change over the first couple weeks of the season as well. The, the Jets have made a lot of progress here in building up this roster uh, better, but uh, they're still a long way away from uh, avoiding that, that game of, of roster shuffling. Chris Nimbley, the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com, and above all that, a very big deal. Thank you so much for coming on and breaking down what happened at day number one of New York Jets training camp with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out what Chris is doing, head over to JetsInsider.com. Follow him on Twitter, at JetsInsider, and at CNimbly. Visit PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some fantastic All-22 breakdowns. Plus, he's going to be doing daily news updates to get you up to speed in just a couple of quick minutes that it takes to get through a cup of coffee. So if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet yet, go ahead and do that. Also, visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T E public.com we've got the john franklin myers quinn and williams bless you thank you shirt the zach says go long shirt the zach the ripper shirt the play like a jet logo shirt caps mugs hoodies it's all there tpublic.com that's tepublic.com and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com anatomy of an ad subconsciously trigger emotions through music perfect Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. 
Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.